0: What's up, family? I'm your co host, Father.
1: And I'm your host, Son. And this is the Father Son -son Generational Wealth Podcast. Where we teach you how to get the bag, invest the bag, and keep the bag long enough for your children's children to travel the world if they want.
0: Today, we are going to talk about developing a wealthy mindset, creating obtainable goals, and how to be happy in silence with yourself.
1: You can follow me on Instagram at zaytoventravelsystem 13 You can follow the journey of the podcast at g Forever. Let's just go ahead and dive right into it.
0: Alright y'all, so today we're talking about developing a wealthy mindset. And the first thing that comes to mind when I think about somebody who has a wealthy or healthy mindset is setting SMART goals for you, acronym SMART goals for yourself. That specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound goals. So, what this would necessarily look like is S a specific a specific goal. You could it's the exact go, uh, goal you plan to achieve, and make sure that it's in line with your future long-term goals. So, what this could look like is I'm gonna max out my Roth IRA. So we know that for this year, it's 6500 for max contribution for Roth IRAs if you're under 50 and 7500 if you're 50 plus. And then by next year, it'll probably be 7000 for Roth IRAs. Now, Roth IRAs, they, they are tax-free. They gain money tax-free forever. So you max out a Roth IRA for a year this year or whatever. For your earned income because Roth IRAs you can only put money into if you if you have earned income <clears throat> you max that out and now that money is accumulating until you're ready to withdraw and you can live off those taxes whatever the case may be <clears throat> off of not the taxes but you can live off of it not being taxed you know what I mean the the income that you're gaining <clears throat> so you want to max out that Roth IRA that's specific measurable you budget how much you can afford smartly to obtain this goal. So, i.e., I'm going to invest $250 per pay cycle. So, every time you get paid, you want to put $250 into the Roth IRA account. Attainable, you want to make sure it's possible for you. How do you get a notification now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, you want to make sure that it's possible for you. and you'll need, Or if you'll need to make some cutbacks to attain it. You just have to figure out how you're going to attain it. So 250 per pay cycle is less than 20% of my take-home income, therefore, it's not a financial burden. Or you may have to make some cutbacks in some areas in order to be able to not have to, you know, in order to be able to make that financial investment, you're going to have to cut back on some things that aren't really benefiting you, if that makes any sense, right? It makes sense. Relevance. So how, how does this fit into your financial plan? You're, you're trying to invest in your Roth IRA because you want to retire with tax-free gains from your investment. So you know that's something that you want to attain. So you're like, this is why I wanted to do this. You know what I mean? It's, it's relevant to the way that I want to live. Time-bound. T. How long will it take to achieve the desired goal? So if you put in 250 every pay cycle or whatever, um, whether it's weekly or you know, bi-weekly, it'll take you about six months to a year. So weekly, if you put in 250, it'll... Or um, no, hold on, let me think about it again. It was 250 a month, $250, yeah, 250 a month, sorry. If you put in 250 a month, it'll take you about six months. Am I close. am I doing my math right? Hold up. No, now I feel like hold up, y'all. Yeah, let me let me just make sure. Two hundred fifty. Two fifty. Yep. Yeah, I'm tweaking. Two fifty times four thousand dollars a month. And then Yeah, okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. So it's going to take you about six and a half months if you did 250 a week, which is basically $1,000 a month. And I know $1,000 a month sounds like a lot, but all that boils down to is, are you living outside your means? And if you are, are there ways to cut back? Are there ways to gain more income? And if there's yes to either one of those boxes, then you know that there's work to do. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Um, let's see. So, which brings us into, you know, step two. Step two of developing a wealthy mindset is you need to have relentless determination. You in your mind need to understand that you're already wealthy. You're already where you need to be in life. You just don't have it on the physical plane yet. Your mindset has to be set at a frequency that you've already obtained the you've already obtained this lifestyle and now you're just maintaining it. Everything else is gonna come. You're gonna do things that a wealthy person would do. You're gonna think to yourself while you're doing while you're in that trap of not being able to do the stuff that you wanna do, you're gonna be like, Oh man, would a wealthy person do this right now? And it's up up to you To be relentlessly determined To be like you know what This isn't benefiting my future plan That I have for myself
1: It makes sense But I don't really have anything to say about that But You definitely do need to have a mindset Where You believe that you're wealthy And then like You let's say if you're a kid out there who has a lot of imagination, you have to imagine where you want to be at the moment, and then you have to work up throughout your entire life to get there, but you have to just believe that you're there already so that it's not holding you back.
0: Okay, I see what, I see what you're trying to say with that. Okay. Could you possibly elaborate on it a little more?
1: Hmm. Let me think of a way. Um, you can continue while I'm, while I'm thinking real quick. My bad.
0: All right. That's all good. All right. Another thing that comes with believing you're already wealthy is taking care of things that you already own and admiring the hard work you put into manifesting that into your life. Whether it's, you know, you living in some terrible apartment, whatever the case may be, you know, it feels like it's a terrible uh, circumstance which it may be a terrible circumstance but it's all about how you perceive it and it's all about how you how you look at the situation if you go through and you're living in trash every day and it's you know and it's just a hard area to be able to even feel motivated in then yeah it's going to feel like a terrible circumstance but if you're in your one bedroom apartment with fucking sorry for my language 400 square feet, and it's you and two kids, you know what I mean? But y'all got it cleaned up, and y'all are in there, and y'all are making progressive steps towards actually trying to, you know, elevate your your lives that what seems minuscule at the time, you'll in time realize was a blessing. You're You're able to afford a place where you and your children have a place to sleep, eat, you know, and even if you're not eating every night, cause I've had nights where I didn't eat, you know what I mean? But I was at least grateful for having a roof over my head and being able to make it to the next day. I, I knew I wasn't gonna eat that night, but I knew that a meal may possibly come the next day. And so it's just something to look forward to and push to get to that next point. You know what I mean? You have to be relentlessly determined to never live like this again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I may be unhappy in the moment, there's days that I have bad days, but there's also days where, you know, I feel like putting my all into something, and those days are going to be a lot harder if I wake up and my kitchen is a disaster, or the the house is completely destroyed and I got to maneuver through trash to get to, you know, my desk to do the stuff that I want to do. It's just, you have to prepare yourself and set yourself up for success.
1: Yes. If you set yourself up for success, that'll make your life easier. Because one thing that I just randomly thought of, tomorrow's not guaranteed, so try to get as much done in one day so that if you do pass away in the middle of the night, you'll at least be proud of what you did the day before. Hmm. But if you do manage to make it to tomorrow then it'll be a lot easier for you to live in that moment in that day because you did most of the stuff that you had to do the day before.
0: Right, I feel that. And you got to strive, you know, to provide excellence every day. And then when you do make it to that next day, provide excellence in a different way than the day you did before. Right? That's all about being your best self, right?
1: Correction, not when, if.
0: Yeah, if you're right. You're right. And then, what else? Giving yourself credit, you know, giving yourself the credit you deserve because life doesn't come with an instruction manual, you know, so everybody out here, they're going off a base, they're going based off of what they learned from someone else or learned from books or educating themselves, you know, just everybody out here is trying to make it. And giving yourself credit is the first step to self-love and being able to exhibit that love to other people around you
1: yeah but as you said life doesn't come with an instruction manual some people still do believe that my um life is a video game so i do think it comes with an instruction manual your brain you just have to fill it up with the right stuff and eventually you'll be able to like know what to do throughout your life instead of having to have other people guide you through your life
0: Hmm. okay i can kind of see that so you're saying that your brain is the instruction manual?
1: Yes, you just have to use it the correct way in order for it to actually become an instruction manual.
0: So, so what determines someone using their brain the correct way?
1: So basically use the mindset. Alright. I want to be able to get this done, but I don't know how to do it. So I'll have to critically think and ask some questions and then it'll fill up your brain with the right information and you'll know how to do it. And like you said, you don't memorize stuff, you learn it. So you would learn that and then whenever you need to do that same thing, you'll remember it, because you learned it.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Because your brain is like an infinite piece of paper. You can write, you can like put anything in it or on it, whatever you want to say. Hmm. But you can put anything in it and it'll just stay there until you kick it out, like, a.k.a. erase it.
0: Mm, Okay. All right. All right. So taking accountability in the moments that are hardest to admit you were wrong. I I know there are times that our our subconscious tells us to do something completely different than what we're currently doing. Yeah, we ignore it a lot of times.
1: Yes. That is completely true, because, like you said, it's hard to admit you're wrong, so you just ignore it and do what you what you keep doing, so that you don't have to admit that you're wrong about doing it. Even if no one's even even if no one cares or is watching, you still have to do the right thing. That's a saying that's been on for who knows how long.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I always say, like, when it comes to listening to my subconscious, I'm like, who am I going to listen to? Am I going to listen to me or am I going to listen to somebody else's exterior factors that aren't really benefiting me? You know what I mean? I can listen in my heart and tell when an exterior factor is benefiting me or not. You know what I mean? And so it's like when I hear something that someone says, I'm like, oh, you know what? That person ain't really saying that to me. The most high is using them as a vessel. I needed to hear that. You know what I mean? That's, that's when that's when your subconscious takes over. There's also times you're sitting there and you're like, man, I'm really wasting a lot of time right now. That's what you're saying in your head when you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. But you're like, you know, I got tomorrow. I'll be all right.
1: No, like I said, tomorrow ain't guaranteed. So you have to get as much done um, today as possible.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: That's exactly why we're doing this podcast, because if we can just get all of it over with, people have more information in their brains, the instruction manual to life, and people won't only have that information, but the information that they learn by themselves, which will keep them going through life just like as fluent as possible. Hmm so that you don't have to worry about what you're going to do tomorrow but what you got done today
0: Hmm. i mean a little bit of future planning but uh, yeah just a little just enough to (laughs)
1: get just kick-started but mainly worry about what you got done today and if you notice that you didn't get all of that done today then worry about what you're going to do about that tomorrow
0: exactly okay yeah, I can see that, but, all right, thirdly, you gotta, you gotta be more conscious of your friends, your inner circle, you have to surround yourself with successful people, people that are doing what you want to do, you have to put yourself out there for people to find you, you know what I mean, so it's like, if you want to be a millionaire, you have to surround yourself with millionaire people, or people that have millionaire mindsets, you know what I mean, And if you want to be the best basketball player, you got to surround yourself with other people that are trying to be the best basketball players. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have to surround yourself with like-minded people.
1: Yes. You have to surround... You have to surround yourself with people that have the exact same mindset as you, so you aren't in there solo. Because... It'll be easier to learn with other people that have the same mindset as you because they're trying to reach the same obtainable goal as you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel that. And have you ever heard that your network determines your net worth?
1: No, I've never heard that.
0: Have you? What about it's not about what you know, it's who you know?
1: Oh, yes, yes,
0: yes. Okay. So basically what those are saying is, you know, We may be in situations that, you know, may be frowned upon in society or whatever. We don't have a lot of money, whatever the case may be. But we know people that got a lot of money. Our mindsets have put us around people that have a lot of money. Therefore, we are in a mind space to obtain a lot of money, right? Yes. We're around people who already have things that we want and we're putting ourselves in those positions where... We're going out to you know real estate investment meetings if we're trying to meet people that are in the real estate game. We're going out to um, you know tech functions if we're trying to find out the next app uh, developer, or you know we're just trying to figure out ways to be to rub elbows with people in the industries that we're trying to to get into, and that all that boils down to is you know getting your knowledge up and putting yourselves in them, in them positions. That's all it takes. Budgeting to put themselves, put yourselves in those positions. And it'll, it'll do tremendous, tremendous help to your lifestyle. Yeah. Once you start getting around people who are like-minded and they like, man, we didn't know that, you know, Isaiah was such a cool person. We would have never knew it. Isaiah was so cool if he wouldn't have came to this seminar. And now, you know, we may be, doing this that and the third but Isaiah had to scrape together his last little bit of money to come to this seminar and now you know he we notice he has the mindset let's go ahead and bring him into our circle you know what I mean start see what he can do let's see you know he's already found ways to be able to put some capital under himself if we give him a little bit of capital and we're willing to invest with him and stuff like that let's see let's see what happens now you're rubbing elbows with those people who are who are in a higher position than you, quote-unquote, societal-wise, that, you know, they like to measure where you are in society with money. So, you know, they're a little bit higher in society, whatever the case may be, but now you're here with that mindset, and that's what's basically got you through the door.
1: You Mm -hmm. just have to
0: put in that sweat equity. That's all it is. Everybody's rich. Everybody got sweat equity. You know what I mean? But... What's going to make it to where you're wealthy, to where you don't have to keep using that sweat equity to generate income? That's what it boils down to. Number four, financial literacy. And we've been preaching this ever since our first episode. We're on episode five now. We're planning on having 15 episodes by the end of this month. And so you might hear a couple of things repeat, but... Next month, we're going to start diving super deep into these topics, and we're going to really break down how to get, like, involved with it. We're going to, you know, set budget plans, all that, like, live here on the show. We we need everybody to to share the podcast. We need everybody to engage so that by the time that time comes around, we can help as many people as possible. Uh, so financial literacy, you got to learn how to budget and how to manage your money. That That should go without saying, right? Yeah. A financial literate mindset is a healthy mindset, right?
1: Yes, because you have to be able to make money work for you, which is also a financial literate mindset, which boils down to a healthy mindset. And if you have a healthy mindset, that can really get you far in life.
0: Yes, sir. And the, that the healthy, the healthy mindset that doesn't just come from being, you know, having money, right? You got to be balanced, yeah. emotionally balanced, spiritually balanced,
1: physically balanced.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, and then, the, yeah, the last thing, personal growth. You, you ha- need
1: the personal growth.
0: Man, you have to invest in education. You know, major life changes create major life results. So you gotta be determined to to do the things that nobody else is doing to get to the places that nobody else has been to. So in order for you to to succeed and do the things that you wanna do, you need to realize in yourself, like, I don't wanna be here anymore. This isn't where I wanna be at in life. These are the things I need to do to get to my next level. All it takes is finding out what those next steps are. It may seem hard and cloudy, but if you sit down and you get silent with yourself and you start to really self reflect and think about what you can do to actually obtain these goals, you'll realize they're not as far as you actually think they are. Your one decision, one connection, you know, one just uh, going out and, you know, Doing something actionable, you're you're one step away from being where you want to be. Mm. Always, you just have to make you just have to make that right step, the right time. You know, right time, right place. They say that all the time, don't they? Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta put yourself out there as much as possible so that your right time is going is gonna come a lot sooner. It's a lot easier to find somebody who's out in the water than you know. It's a lot easier to find a fish in the water than it is on land.
1: In fact, there are literally only two species of fish that can go on water that I've heard of.
0: Go out of water? What is that?
1: There's only two. I can't remember their names, but there are several. There's like two or three species that can go on land. The rest are water
0: creatures. Dang. I kind of wanted to know that. You should have had them facts ready. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. you should have had them bags ready for sure i didn't know they had walking fish and stuff that's some stuff from Futurama or something they don't
1: they don't walk they they don't walk
0: they don't walk how they get around then if they don't <laughs> land
1: I th- i'm pretty sure they slither
0: they slither
1: yeah it's a special kind of fish
0: snakey fish a snaky fish
1: i'm pretty sure there is a um, <laughs> kind of sea fish that can slither but back to the podcast <laughs> we all know about those turtles
0: he said turtles. Yes. Now we talk about turtles, it done got crazy.
1: I said, back to the podcast.
0: <laughs> back to the turtles?
1: No, po- no. I said, back to the podcast, we all in- know about those turtles. Because turtles can go on land and in water.
0: Oh, yeah, he's getting crazy. <laughs> back
1: to the podcast. <laughs> the podcast.
0: All right, so... You know, we were talking about uh, creating obtainable goals and how you do how we've came to seeing this see this be done is you start by getting your, your long term goals developed into short term goals, smart, short term goals, how we broke it down earlier, the specific, measurable, attainable, relevant and time bound. You break the long term goals into smart short term short term goals and then you break these into daily sub goals that create action towards your desired result. So how you do this is, you take your SMART goal, time at, and we're gonna just do like a fitness one, just for for example gigs, yeah. So time, at 7 a.m., location, in the living room, behavior, I will do a 30-minute workout session with my favorite YouTube personal trainer. You see how I gave a specific time, location, behavior that's going to be committed every single time, and I'm just breaking each goal down into that. And really, all it boils down to after that is just holding yourself accountable. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you have those goals set in front of you, and then you have the, the daily goal broken down for it, all it takes then is you to put in the effort to do it, right?
1: Yes, it takes effort to get anything completed. Definitely. Because you can get it done, but you can't get it done correct. Those are two different things. No. And the second one has to be completed.
0: So you can get it done, but you have to get it done correctly? Yes, because okay. if you
1: don't get it done correctly... Then, what's the point of doing it?
0: Nah. I, I, I definitely don't it's, like to do things multiple times.
1: It's just a waste of time. Definitely. I have definitely learned that over the years.
0: <laughs> doing things over, doing the same thing over time is a waste of time? Yeah. Because you could be doing it or spent doing other things, right? hmm. That's time beneficial?
1: Yes. God's currency.
0: Man, can't be spending God's currency so frivolously. Yes. Frivolously spending God's currency. Currency. Man. But uh, let me just, let me break away for a second because I said something about being happy in silence. Yeah. Um, let me break away and just tell you a retreat story I was reading the other day. Somebody uh, by the name of Samuel McCree went to a silent retreat. And I just thought that, you know, the lessons and stuff that he learned were... Just kind of eye-opening and um, just inspiring to be able to, you know, possibly motivate somebody to become more, uh, what am I looking for? Become more
1: of a spatial awareness person.
0: Okay, okay, spatially aware, but I'm saying more like they're they're okay with being with themselves. I can't think of the actual terminology like, right now, I, but.
1: I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure it's
0: in there. Mm. So, yeah, and just being comfortable with yourself uh, in your silence and really knowing who you are in the moment. So let me just go ahead and break down this story for you quick, uh, real quick and just, you know, let you guys get your own depiction of it. So, Silence is the Source of Great Strength by Lao Tzu. For over two years, I spent out of every four weeks in silence. At the time, I was living at the Zen monastery, and every month we would have a week-long silent retreat. During this retreat, we sat in meditation in silence, ate in silence, worked in silence, and only communicated through hand gestures and written notes. At first, living like this was hard, but over time, I learned to grow to appreciate silence. By the time I left, I learned that silence was my friend and teacher. What did silence teach me? Number one satisfaction i used to think i needed to watch tv every night but at monastery i went without and discovered i didn't need it silence taught me to be happy with less pick up something that's weighing you down and let it go your life will thank you two expression when you can only talk by writing a note you can only say what's important before the monastery i talked a lot but said very little and i know <laughs> and i know you guys another type People that'll talk, talk, and talk, but they won't really say much. They just like to hear they selves talk, I know, I know you know the type. Silence taught me that a few simple words well spoken have more power than hours of chatter. Think of one simple thing you can say that would help someone feel better and say it. Three, appreciation. Being able to speak makes life easy, but when I couldn't talk I learned how much I relied on others. Silence taught me to appreciate the value of relating to others. The next time you see your friends or family, try to really listen. Deep listening expresses deep appreciation. Four attention. Several times at my first retreat, I thought my phone was vibrating. We all know the ghost the ghost calls. <laughs> we'll be thinking that you know someone's trying to talk to us, and we'll be like, Mm-mm. oh, like hearing and everything. I oh, feel it, hear it, and everything. Look in my pocket; it ain't not one notification. Phone driving a thousand. Like <laughs> I'm already knowing.
1: That's funny, That, but that's never happened to me.
0: You ain't you ain't grown to rely on your phone yet. That's what no, it is. It,
1: no, actually, I think it actually has happened to me once. Um, me and my mom was watching a horrible movie, and I, I thought I heard my phone uh, buzz, so I, I looked over, and I was like, um, it's not even buzzing. And she was like, I didn't hear it? Mm I was like, dang.
0: Right. uh, Silence taught me how important it is to let go of distractions. The next time you're with someone you care about, try turning off your phone and putting it away. It'll make it easier to pay attention. Um, Thoughts, number five. I once sat at a retreat next door to a construction project. What amazed me was how easily my thoughts drowned out the noise. I realized if my thoughts were this loud, I'd better make them as wise as possible. And that in itself is a gem.
1: Yes. That can help you. Through all of eternity. (laughs) You need to be wise. Emotionally, physically, and mentally. If you're not those three wises, you're not actually going to be wise.
0: You have to be all three in order to be wise? That's what you think? Yeah.
1: Because it's like, those three...
0: So you have to be whole, whole...
1: Let's just say, you know those movies where there's wizards and they use all their powers to make one humongous thing that makes all of their powers mixed together? Mm. That's all of those wisdoms, if they go together, that'll make you wise. Hmm. Because Mm. there's certain parts of you that are wise whenever there's there's only two. But once all three get together, they just go, snap, and then you're wise.
0: So, if you're physically and mentally wise, but you're not emotionally wise, then you're not a wise person? hmm That's crazy. Okay. I didn't know that. I wasn't aware of that. I don't know. Hey. I, I, I would rebuttal it just because I would say that wisdom, like I said, is something that you gain from Experience. Being, yeah, exactly. It's not knowledge that you gain. Is it's? I mean, it is knowledge, but it's knowledge of life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's not... Yeah, you can only be as wise as what you've been exposed to. You yeah, know what I mean? that's
1: what. That's why you need all three, specifically because of that. Hmm.
0: You have to be able to see it from all those perspectives. Yes, because okay. if you
1: because you need to see. Let's say you look at one person. They don't really look like much, and then once you gain one part of your wisdom and you look at them again, they they look a little bit more advanced to you. It, Ooh, but once different. you gain Another one, a little bit more. Once you gain all three, you notice all of their perspectives mm. and.
0: So that's being, You're basically talking about being able to see somebody as their true self. Yes. Okay.
1: You have to be your best self, be your true self, and look at other people the, the same way you look at yourself. Mm. I see that. Every man is, man and woman is equal. So you have to look at other people the same way you look at yourself.
0: Okay, I see that. And then number six, nature. He said, because I sat in every season, I know that the sound of wind and fall is different than it is in the winter. Silence taught me to notice nature. Take a short walk outside in silence and you'll discover the wisdom and peace that nature has to offer. Number seven, body. During retreat, I noticed whenever I got lost in thought, I lost track of my body. And when I focused on my body, my thoughts would calm. Silence taught me to be in my body. Close your eyes and ask, what sensations do I feel in my hand? Learning to feel your body can calm your troubled mind. Eight, overstimulation. Whenever I went into town after retreat, the world seemed so loud and fast. I came to realize how much our senses have to process most of the time. Silence taught me the importance of reducing the the stimulation. Enjoy some quiet time every day. The less you see and hear, the more settled your mind can become. 9. Sound People would come to the monastery and remark how quiet it was. But living at the monastery, I knew all the noises from frogs to owls to the sound of sandals on the sidewalk. Silence taught me that the world is a rich texture of sounds. Sit in front of your house and close your eyes. You'll be amazed at what you hear if you listen long enough. Hmm.
1: That is crazy. That is crazy to me.
0: What's crazy about it?
1: being able to hear more advanced than you used to specifically because you because you've listened for a long time that is kind of crazy but it but it sounds true i don't I mean, know
0: you've seen uh, daredevil right you lose one of your senses and you gain all the other senses heightened. yeah so if you close your eyes long enough maybe your mind gets tricked and it starts to think that you're blind and that's why your senses heighten And you're like, I can hear, I mean, you probably ain't gonna hear grass growing, but (laughs) you know, you might be able to hear something that you weren't really paying attention to before. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Who can hear grass growing?
0: I feel like if you've been blind forever, you should be able to hear grass grow. (laughs) What is it gonna sound like? I don't know, (laughs) I've never heard it. But I mean, I feel like that would be at least a decent exchange for me not being able to see ever. I feel like being I able, be able to, to hear being able to so hear deti- people
1: tiptoe. Yeah, I should be able to, to hear
0: house. so detailed that I can see what's going on around me.
1: Like Daredevil, he can literally see through his ears. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. But
1: it's like he can see through his eyes.
0: Yeah. it's amazing. Yeah,
1: I've always wanted to be able to close my eyes and still see the world just off of the sounds hmm. and the smells.
0: That starts with uh, becoming mindful, don't it? Mm-hmm. You gotta practice mindfulness being in the moment present in the moment number 10 humanity during retreat I was surrounded by imperfect people who were doing their best some were happy some were sad but all were wonderfully human silence taught me that people display great beauty find a good spot to people watch with an open heart and what you see may inspire you 11 space for a long time any, anytime something difficult came up I would just distract myself but retreat taught me that if I avoided something it would never go away. Silence taught me that space helps me face hard times. The next time you face something difficult pause and honor whatever is arising. 12 love. I used to think love was this big thing but in retreat I found that I've felt love for so many things. Silence taught me that love can be simple. Think of someone you haven't said I love you to recently and tell them. 13 courage. I used to think courage was facing danger, but during retreat, I realized that real courage is about facing yourself. Silence taught me that courage is, er, silence taught me the courage it takes to be still. When we stop moving, everything we're running from catches up. The next time you are afraid, stop and wait for it to pass. There's an immense courage inside your heart.
1: That is great. That is just beautiful. (laughs)
0: You like that one a lot? Yes.
1: Because your fears are just like a storm. If you keep running from them, it it feels like they keep going on until you go back and you finally see that they're gone. That, Yeah. And then if you just stop and you just wait, it'll eventually pass. And you won't have to worry about that storm um, ever again. It can be the it can be the same storm, but it can't be in the same moment. Hmm. because if you're in the moment, then you'll know that the next storm will always be different than the last because you're actually paying attention to your surroundings Even if it's by one bolt of lightning, it can still it will still make a humongous difference.
0: Hmm. You like speaking in parables?
1: In parables?
0: Yeah, metaphors.
1: Oh yeah, sometimes.
0: Hmm.
1: My bad, people.
0: (laughs) Nah, you're good. Because even though you're speaking metaphorically, people are still some people are still gonna understand where you're coming from. You know what I mean? They're they're gonna be able to look at it in the light that they have. It'll be like, okay, he explained it this way. This is the way that I perceived it. And that in itself can teach you a lot.
1: <clears throat> Wait, so I'm teaching people a lot from just saying my perspective? Yeah. Hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, number 14, perseverance. Every retreat reminded me that speaking is easy, but staying quiet is hard. Silence it not flashy, but it has an immense power to endure. The next time someone doubts you, instead of disagreeing, silently vow to not give up. Action speaks volume. Number fifteen, faith. I often ask for reassurance or feedback, but living in silence meant I had to trust my instincts. Silence taught me to have faith in myself. The next time you begin to feel anxious, sit in silence and see if you can find the space of deep faith that lives in your heart.
1: Number sixteen, honesty. I used to lie so I wouldn't have to explain myself. but when I could talk, when I couldn't talk, I began to notice this impulse and how much it degraded my in- um, integrity. Silence taught me the importance of telling the truth. Notice times where you tell little lies and try telling the truth instead. It isn't always easy, but it's the first step to trusting ourselves and others. 17 gratitude during retreat i didn't have a lot of comforts it helped me see how much i took for granted and how much i had to be grateful for at the end of the i mean at the end of every day sit in silence and ask yourself what am i grateful for you'll be amazed at the blessings you discover number 18 simplicity Simplicity. Thank you, thank you. Simplicity. Hmm. I used to love drama and conflict, but at retreat, I found I was happier when I kept it simple. So, I mean, silence taught me that simplicity and joy are close companions. Pick one space in your home. You could simplify. Keep it simple for one month and enjoy the ease it offers your life. 19. Connection. I used to think I had to talk in order to feel connected. I realized during retreat that I could feel connected just by being near people I care about. Silence taught me that words can get <clears throat> in the way. Do something with in silence with someone you love. It will be awkward at first, but eventually you will see that it just means to be in someone's present. I mean what it means just to be in someone's present.
0: Twenty. Truth. truth. I studied philosophy in college and thought it could be and thought I could read about truth, but retreat taught me that truth is found in silence. Silence has taught me a deeper truth than words ever could. Sit in silence once a week and feel the truth in your heart. It's there whether you can express it in words or not. So basically I felt like that was powerful, and I'll let you, you know, chime in and give it two cents as well. But I felt like that was a powerful story because, like I said at the beginning, it gives a lot of insights into, you know, just daily things that we have to deal with. And being able to sit with yourself in silence and be like, okay, this is what I'm physically feeling right now. This is what I'm mentally feeling right now. This is what I'm dealing with. And being able to see that and and attack that in a way that is healthy for you and being able to discard the things that you notice are unhealthy for you that is the first step into getting your wealthy mindset together your healthy mindset so you can be your best self
1: yes you basically just took the words out of my mouth so I ain't got nothing on that my bad people I'm sorry but I definitely do agree because um if you just pay attention while you're in silence it will definitely like it'll help you be more aware so that you can understand what's going on around you and if you understand what's going on around you it'll be easier for you to obtain information which makes it easier for you to know things and that'll just make it easier for you to have your wealthy and healthy mindset they rhyme so you know it's true
0: (laughs) (laughs) nah for real and then just some uh, just some last notes that we want to leave you guys with uh, to think about while we wrap up today's podcast. Um, and like I said, we enjoy you guys coming out every you know Monday, Wednesday, Friday hanging out with us. We like I said, we do plan on releasing episodes three times a week until the end of August. Um, we want to knock out this first season so that we can get you guys uh, excited about the seasons to come so we can really, like lock into all this information and start creating actionable steps for all of us to take together um what we what we want to leave you guys with is what does the healthiest you look like are you traveling what what's your healthy you look like are you like how how fit are you because exercise you have to ha- you have to exercise so you're gonna have to implement that into your life to be able to stay mentally ready. So what does your healthiest you look like? What are you? What are you doing? What are you? What what type of things are you doing to bring value to other people? You know what I mean. Um, how would you budget your income? So the money that you see, create a budget. Find out how much you actually have in income, find out how much you actually have in expenses, find out what things hold value, you know what I mean, and and take a note of all this stuff, have it all under one roof so that when you go to be like, when you go to pay your bills and all this, you see exactly where your money's going, you know exactly what your financial profile looks like. You have to to put the the good, bad, and the ugly down if you want to be able to advance. And then what are you doing to show gratitude for being at the point in your life that you're in? Even if you feel like you're not at the best point in your life and, you know, it could be better or whatever, which I feel, I feel like a lot of people feel that way. How are you showing gratitude for even being at this point? Because you obviously are trying to, you know, get more. So you have to be grateful for the stuff that you already have
1: it definitely makes sense cuz you, you may but you could have barely anything just keep building up and springing off of that and eventually you'll have everything that you need and want but needs to go first don't buy everything you want and then just be sitting there with no um needs and eventually that'll just end up taking you from where you've already Gained all your information. Like, it'll take you from where you're at, and just drop you down.
0: But if you buy all, all your, your
1: liabilities,
0: all your ones first.
1: Mhm. You need your assets, then your liabilities. Yeah. But don't go recklessly spending on liabilities.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Off the R I P.
0: Use in the wealthier using income to buy assets, to purchase liabilities right
1: Mm-hmm. because you need assets to even get liabilities or else you're just wasting your money for no reason
0: Man, nobody wants to work for their for their liabilities nobody wants to have to work to live and when you are spending all your income all your earned income on liabilities you're going to work to live until you die unfortunately that's the way that this system is set up but if you become financially literate and figure out how to use money as a tool instead a of a trap. lifestyle yeah. or a trap, yeah, I money like that too. is a too. trap. Man, money it, is a is. Trap. it is. It is.
1: Like, you think that money's going to fix all of your problems when all it's going to do is make you live in fear. So please take a couple of moments, sit in silence, and think about how you can make money work for you instead of working for money until you die
0: yeah well with that hey we gonna let it let it skip right there you know what i mean we we had a good show today we got a lot of stuff out even though we didn't talk a lot about you know building wealth or obtaining wealth or anything like that i feel like the mindset is something that we really need to harp on because a lot Mm. of people don't have the mindset yet so we gotta help y'all get there. We gotta yeah. help ourselves get there. The, you gotta, those around us. You
1: gotta catch up before you're going all, all in. Just like, all right, you gotta do this, and I'm like, I can't do that. You yeah. have to have in the. You have to have the mindset, so that you're like, all right, this will be easy. Then you get it done the right way, in a good portion of time.
0: Okay. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Good show today. Yeah, again, you guys can follow Isaiah at Zaytoven Travel 6913
1: You can follow the journey of the podcast at G Wealth forever
0: On Instagram. All right, until then, the peace and prosperity be easy.